This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. I am a licensed esthetician and certified makeup artist. This podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about skin and how to take care of it. From acne to anti-aging, I am covering it all and making it easy to understand. Follow me on Instagram at pureskinoc. guys so I get a lot of the same questions so I thought I would address some of them in today's podcast hopefully it clears up any confusion and helps you on your road to better skin Um, before we get started in, in all of that I'm going to ask you to follow me on social media specifically Instagram at pure skin OC I am on Facebook just not as active you can also visit my website, pureskinoc.com. Lots of videos to watch, more info about my podcast, um, a list of all my services, and of course my online store is on there as well. And if you guys have any questions, you can email me at devin at pureskinoc.com. And then don't forget to rate and review and of course subscribe to this podcast every little bit helps and share the podcast really appreciate it when you guys do that I appreciate it when you guys leave me a review or participate at all with uh, my social media and and whatnot so thank you to all of you who do that I really appreciate it Um, uh, but if you could also share it with your friends and family um, or even share it on your Instagram and tag me in it I would love that um, it always makes a, a day brighter when you guys do stuff like that. I really love it. So, um, yeah, post it on Instagram or something and tag me and, and that way I can see it too. Thanks guys. Okay. So let's get started. So one of the questions I get a lot is uh, witch hazel and wanting to know whether it's good or bad. Um, you know, witch hazel has changed, um, and it definitely has gotten a, a bad rap. Um, did you know that alcohol used to be added to witch hazel so that it would evaporate on contact and create a cooling sensations? Nowadays, it goes through the same distillation process to draw out essential oils and natural extracts, and it's often used in toners and moisturizers to hydrate the skin, lessen oily skin, soothe redness in skin and cleanse uh, problem complexions. So it can definitely be a good ingredient to have. Um, So don't be afraid of it. Uh, Be careful when choosing a witch hazel if you're just going to use straight witch hazel, which I don't necessarily recommend because there's so many great toners out there um, that may include witch hazel, but um, have other ingredients to make it a really great toner, but just make sure you're staying away from um, alcohol that may still be in some. So I hope that clears things up there. Um, Next one is how can you prevent aging of the skin? I mean, of course we want, 
you know, some magical answer to this. And, you know, all you have to do is, you know, stand on one leg for five minutes a day and you're never going to age. Like, it's just not that easy, unfortunately. But um, I think this can be a very difficult question to answer if I really got into the nitty gritty of it all. But instead, I'm going to answer it in a very simple way. Wear sunscreen. That is the best and easiest way to protect the skin from the damaging rays of the sun. And this is, start this early. If you have kids, get your kids on this to wear this every single day. The people that say, oh, I work indoors, those are the people that are probably going to age the fastest. You really need to wear this every single day. And if you're outside, um, you know, for more than an hour, then you got to reapply. Um, maybe it's annoying, but you know what's more annoying? Fine lines and wrinkles that you could have prevented. Um, having to, or not having to, but choosing to spend money on plastic surgery because you didn't take care of your skin. It's such an easy thing to do, and it really does make a difference. Um, not only does the sun cause visible damage, like hyperpigmentation and darkening of melasma, but it also breaks down collagen and elastin. And those are the two things you need to help keep the wrinkles away. So don't waste your money on any skin changing products like serums if you're not going to wear sunscreen every single day. So wear sunscreen. Did I say that enough? Because you should wear sunscreen every single day. Even when this winter is coming and it's snowy and it's rainy and whatever else, just wear sunscreen every single day. Make it part of your skincare routine so it's not like oh I forgot to put it on just you put it on you right after your moisturizer your sunscreen goes on and sunscreen and makeup is not good enough Um, I don't prefer sunscreen in a moisturizer I do like it separate Um, that's I think when you get the actual true number on the bottle I think that's the best way to do it so makeup in I'm sorry sunscreen in your makeup does not count so a separate sunscreen product should be applied to your face every single day and even your neck chest and hands too don't forget those areas um okay so wear sunscreen we got that right guys <laughs> the next question is how often should i exfoliate now this is different for everyone and exfoliation can mean two different things there's chemical and there's physical exfoliation and both are necessary if i have to generalize i would say at least twice a week For my very sensitive and reactive skin, I can use my raspberry refining cleanser twice a week, and that has salicylic and a little glycolic acid in it. If I'm using my Kojak sponge for physical exfoliation, I can actually use it every other day because it is so gentle. If I'm using other things, um, uh, other methods for physical exfoliation, I would only do about twice a week, but that's my skin. Skincare routines are individual, so what I may do, you may not, and maybe should not, um, and you know, vice versa. Whatever you're doing, I may not be able to do for my skin, which is why I always say, like, it's skincare is individual. You can't do what your friend is doing. You got to do what you should be doing. Um, but it's pretty safe to say that twice a week is a good number if you don't aren't going to actually reach out to a professional to find out exactly what you should be doing. Twice is usually pretty safe. It's probably, it's definitely on the conservative side. Okay, um, how can I figure out my skin type? First, I want to clarify what this means. Dry, normal, oily, oily combination. Those are skin types. And those are what you hear about 
most. Okay. Um, and then there is also their skin conditions, which are like acne, rosacea, sensitive, dehydrated, um, which are totally different. Okay. So you can have acne and dry skin, which I know gets confusing because acne is usually caused, caused by the oil and bacteria and all that stuff, which doesn't usually come from, um, dry skin, but it can happen. And it does happen, especially as you get older, as your skin starts to dry out. If you're still dealing with acne, you may not be dealing with oil as much. Um, so I did recently read something about how to figure out your skin type at home. I have never tried this, but I think it can work kind of. Um, I think it's an interesting approach to figuring out your um, your skin type. But like I said, I haven't tried it, but I'll, I'll tell you guys how to do it in just a second. Um, the problem is skin conditions can alter how you might treat the skin. So like I just said, you can have dry skin, um, but just using products for dry skin may not solve your problem. Um, at the end of the day, seeing a professional like myself is the best way to find out your skin type and skin condition. So for me, if I were to take this test, if I were to figure this out, it would tell me that my skin is dry. But as I've mentioned a million times on this podcast, my skin is also sensitive and it's like truly sensitive. Now, a lot of people will say that their skin is sensitive, but it's based on the products that they are using that it's damaged their barrier. So if you just figure out that you have dry skin, you start using products for dry skin Maybe it could hurt your skin because you have other issues that you may not know about. So that's why it's important that you actually talk to somebody because you got to figure out what products are best for you specifically and not just your skin type, but maybe possibly your skin condition as well. Okay, so if you already know your skin type, try this and let me know if you got the um, same conclusion. I'm actually really curious to see... um, what people come up with. So wash your face with a cleanser that is meant for normal skin. If you are using products that you got from me, um, the SkinScript, the green tea cleanser would actually be perfect for this. So after you cleanse, do nothing to your skin for about 30 to 45 minutes. 30 minutes is probably fine. When the time is up, access your skin in the mirror. What do you see? Is it oily, flaky, red, dry, tight, etc.? And then from there, you can kind of figure out if it's dry and tight, you have dry skin. If there's, if you're oily, maybe just in the T zone and dry everywhere else, then it's a combination. If you're just oily everywhere, then you have oily skin. Um, but the, I'm just curious to see if you guys try this, what you come up with. Um, from doing that because you know if you don't put anything on your skin after washing it then your skin will you know kind of show you what it's gonna do um and what it is like I know for me if I were to do this I know immediately it would feel dry and tight and that's just because of other things that I've done where maybe I haven't put products on right after I've washed it I just know and then obviously my profession I should know what my skin type is um but yeah, so try this. Get back to me, you guys, because I'm really curious to see if um, what you guys come up with, especially for those of you that um, already know your skin type. It's an interesting little test. Um, okay, so another thing you can do, and I've talked about this on the um, moisturizer podcast, um, uh, one way to find out if your moisturizer is too heavy for your skin is apply the moisturizer and if you can still feel it five minutes later, then it's too heavy for your skin. 
Um, so that's just an easy way to find out if it's too much for your skin, which some people um, might use a moisturizer that can be too heavy. Okay, that was just a sidebar. Um, next question is, I have acne, should I go to a dermatologist? Now, it's really important to know the difference between an esthetician and a dermatologist and why you should see one versus the other. A dermatologist treats skin diseases. They are not taught in school how to fix your dry skin or what you should do when your skin seems to react to your moisturizer. They're not taught how to put together a skincare routine for anyone. Um, but they are, if you have acne, go to a dermatologist. Um, I mean, it depends on the acne. Sometimes just good, good skincare will get rid of it. But, you know, dermatologists are going to recommend medications. That's what they do. You come to an esthetician, we can't, we're not going to. But a dermatologist is going to be like, here you go, use this medication. They're not going to just give you like two skincare products and, you know, tell you how to take care of your skin at home. They're not going to make sure that you're cleansing twice a day. They're not going to make sure that you're wearing sunscreen and you're using the correct moisturizer and toner and, and what have you. They're not going to do that. They're going to give you a prescription. And this ha definitely has a place for people who have chronic acne, who can't get rid of it, who can't control it. So I'm not against a dermatologist because I think they definitely are, you know, sometimes the only option for some people, but they don't replace an esthetician. Okay. An esthetician is taught how to treat the skin. We are taught the science of skin and a good esthetician continues to learn even after graduating. So we can help with your, with your acne by teaching you good skincare practices. Just using the meds is just a quick fix, but it does not help in the long term. Okay, I've seen a lot of people who only went to derms in their teens and they are now paying the price in their 20s. They weren't taught about proper uh, cleansers or serums or why it's important their skin stay hydrated. Some were not even told to wear sunscreen when they are on these medications. Um, they really just went through the process of here are the meds, I'm supposed to take these and now my acne has gone. So they didn't care, but now in their 20s, they're realizing that, okay, now they have scars and they have damaged skin because they didn't take care of it and didn't protect it. And they didn't even know how to and they didn't know they were supposed to. So it's really important that you... If you're going to go to a dermatologist, that you also go to an esthetician so that you can learn to properly take care of your skin, okay? So recently, a client came in for a facial. He has been a client of mine for a few years. When he first came in, he had like acne, like cheeks, chin, you know, lots of blackheads, lots of clogged pores. Um, but with facials and proper skincare, we got it under control. He really just needed to learn how to take care of his skin, and once he learned how to do that use the right products, his skin was much more manageable. Now, because he came to me after the problem had already started and, and had been there for a while, um, you know, we have to backtrack a little bit. It's he, we had, I had, I got the problem when he was already in the middle of it. So there was no being proactive. So I had to react to how his skin was doing. So keeping up with clogged pores, blackheads, all that stuff, I am now, I'm not ahead of the problem, I'm behind it. So it's just going to be a constant battle, but his skin was in such better condition. Um, but unfortunately, because of stress, um, he's having a flare up. And th this is probably after I think like two or three years. Um, he decided to go to a dermatologist to get it checked. 
but before he started any of the recommended medications, he came to me because he wanted to make sure that what he was going to be doing was the best for his skin. So he brought in the sheet that had his uh, medications and instructions. I could tell that this was like a general info sheet that everyone gets. So it wasn't like specific to him. Um, they wanted him to take or use two topical meds like creams and then an oral antibiotic. It seems aggressive, but I'm not a doctor. So I'm not going to tell him not to use this stuff. That wasn't the point of him bringing in his sheet. So there were also recommended cleansers to use. Cetaphil was one. You all know how I feel about that one. And if you don't, please listen to the podcast episode about it. It's just called Cetaphil. The other ones recommended either had benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid. A moisturizer was also recommended, but only if he felt dry. Of course he was going to feel dry. And the sheet actually suggested sunscreen. That was the only positive I found on that sheet. So... He is going to be on three medications, and then it's suggested that he uses a cleanser that will further dehydrate his skin. And if he picked a cleanser with benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid, which he would according to his skin type on the page, then he will be stripping his skin twice a day with meds and twice a day with the cleanser. Yikes. My face just hurts thinking about it. If he does wear a moisturizer, it's recommended to apply after the skin is dry. I understand that these topical ointments must be applied to dry skin to work best. So I understand why they're saying apply the moisturizer only on the dry skin. But the problem is we know that moisturizers do not hydrate the skin, but they will lock in hydration when applied to damp skin. Again, if you don't know about this, you can listen to my episode on moisturizers. So if he follows the doctor's orders, his skin will probably hurt and definitely be very dry. Luckily, he talked to me first, so we developed a plan together. It also helps that he's already been using my products, so even though his acne flared up, his skin is still in better condition had he not been using those products. So he's going to start the meds, and then, you know, we don't know the end of the story yet since this all just happened, but it was good that he came to me because he's like, this is what my dermatologist said. How can we work this with the plan, with the uh, skincare routine? So then we were able to come up with a plan. Now, if he had just gone by what the dermatologist said, he would, his skin, maybe the acne would go away, but his skin would be in just bad condition when he was done. It would be dry. It would be flaky. I mean, I know you guys don't want to walk around with flaky skin. So there's a way to avoid all this. You just have to figure out how we can keep the skin hydrated while using stuff like this. So I love that he came to me first. The point of this story is to show you what a derm will do for you and what a esthetician will do for you. I am not against dermatologists. They get rid of acne in a way that estheticians sometimes cannot. I just want to stress that it's important to see both professionals to get your skin healthy. On Facebook the other day in a local group, I saw a woman asking for a dermatologist recommendation for her teen to, and I quote, learn basic skincare. I wanted to scream. We do not do the same thing. Taking your team to an esthetician, if you take your team to an esthetician, if you want them to learn skincare. Speaking for myself, I teach my teens an easy way to take care of their skin, and I will never recommend Neutrogena or Cetaphil, okay? I only want good products 
for all my clients. Um, okay, so enough of that. Hopefully that all makes sense and you guys understand the difference and why it's actually important to sometimes see both. You don't always have to go to a dermatologist, but seeing an esthetician will really help. Um, it's really going to help the health of your skin. Okay, so the last question that I get a lot is, do I really need a serum? Yes, yes you do. Serums are your skin changing products. They have smaller molecules with concentrated ingredients that can penetrate deeper into the skin. Cleansers, toners, and moisturizers, moisturizers can make a difference, but they can't do what serums can do. Be choosy on what you use because they are not all created equal. I am shocked sometimes when I see serums at Sephora or wherever that cost way more than my professional serums. You are paying for the pretty package and or the heavy marketing. That price tag does not equal a good effective product. So just because it says it's a serum doesn't mean it's a good serum, okay? Because sometimes a lot of those products will also have fillers um, and those fillers get in the way of the good, good active ingredients. Um, so just be careful, you know, what you choose and what you decide to put on your skin. You're not always saving money just going to um, Sephora or Target or whatever. Sometimes you're wasting money. Um, you can always uh, check out my, I have skincare coaching consultations. So if you're ever interested in that, you can go to my website and check that out, pureskinoc.com. And um, the smallest package I have is $20, you guys. It's so inexpensive and so worth it. Um, all right. So that's it for today. Um, you know how to find me, go on social media. Don't forget to share the podcast. Like I said, you can post it on Instagram and tag me, um, in it. I would love to see all your, um, um, all your posts about this podcast. That would be absolutely amazing. And I hope this helps clear up some things for you guys. Any questions that you might've had, um, if you have any podcast suggestions, I always tell you guys this. Please reach out to me. Let me know. What do you want me to talk about? And I think that's it for today. I hope you guys have a great week. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye.